Hi, hello, and welcome. This is the Zonecast, where we interview emerging professionals, entrepreneurs, and academics. And uh, today we have with us on the show uh, Denise Bedell. Uh, she is the executive director and founder of Content Innovo. Uh, hi, Denise. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. I want to, you know, get to learn more about you, your venture, and also what kind of uh, services you provide. But first, I want to learn more about your uh, story. Uh, can you share your professional and personal background? Sure, absolutely. Uh, so I was a financial journalist for about 20 years. That's, uh, that's how I started my career. Uh, first for a publication in London in the UK, and then, uh, and then I went freelance for about 10 years, I'm still doing financial journalism, uh, along with some branded content creation. Uh, and then I joined a magazine called Global Finance in New York, and I worked there for about five years uh, as the executive director. At that point, that was around 2015, uh, I noticed a trend that um, many of the, the clients that we were working with uh, on, the, on the publication, on the branded content side, were looking to create uh, their own branded content and, and, and build content for content marketing purposes. That content marketing was really becoming a key way that B2B companies were reaching out to their audience. And with that in mind, I decided to form Content Novo. And Content Novo is a boutique content studio focused on B2B and public sector organizations, uh, financial services firms, fintechs and the like. And we create content. We help with content strategy and, and we just really help uh, companies and um, also the company and also the agencies that support them to uh, build out content marketing strategies. Mm -hmm. So can you talk more about the specific uh, services that you provide? What kind of content uh, marketing you do? And also, uh, what kind of clients do you work with? Yep, absolutely. Um, so just to kind of put it in perspective, uh, you know, for your audience, content marketing, uh, as you know, is really about creating news and information and um, telling stories uh, in order to uh, help uh, support the brand and support marketing efforts for companies. Uh, so this includes articles, videos, podcasts, infographics, all different kinds of content. So what we do is we uh, support our clients in both the creation of that and in the strategy around that. So we provide um, articles, um, podcasts, blogs. Uh, on, the, on the traditional storytelling side, we do blogs, business intelligence, thought leadership, infographics, uh, we also do videos, so we, we produce uh, executive interviews, uh, product explainer videos, investor presentations, also social videos, any kind of um, uh, slide decks that companies are looking to use, uh, both for internal and external presentations. Then on the audio side, we'll help with podcasts and, and um, social audio posts as well, social audio content. Um, and then on the digital storytelling side, we do all of that. Plus, we do interactive articles and infographics. We do social media, social media management. Uh, we also help with uh, website content creation and design uh, and website content optimization. Uh, we do SEO optimization, which is search engine optimization, as you know, both for existing and, and new content. Um, we do uh, media tech projects as well, using chatbots, chatbots, AI, app creation, and so on. Uh, and our model is that we are a, a network. 
So we have a very lean organization internally, uh, but we have about 60 to 80 content creators worldwide that we work with. So we have writers in, um, in Singapore. We have writers in the UK. We have writers in the US. We have writers in Canada. Uh, we also have uh, videographers based all over the world. We work with some broadcast um, studios as well when uh, in markets where we don't have a specific videographer. Um, and then they will bring in their video resources and we can, we can uh, manage that process uh, from, from here. Um, and, you know, uh, we have designers uh, based locally and internationally. And um, we basically look to bring together the right assets with the project. So if a client comes to us and says that they need something done in a specific market and they want a specific type of content, we can reach out to our network and find the right person to, to go with that, um, that project. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great. Um, one thing I want to talk about is, you know, uh, examples um, of, you know, companies which have, you know, implemented content marketing strategies and what te techniques they used. Uh, since you do so much work for uh, various clients, if you're able to share some uh, successful content marketing yeah. campaigns. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so um, we work with clients on all different sizes, but most of our market is uh, the large cap. Um, market. So we do a lot of work with financial services firms. Um, so banks and um, fintechs and um, uh, other financial services suppliers. Um, so one example would be that we worked with a large bank in the U.S. on redesigning their, their um, cybersecurity content marketing platform. So they wanted to redo their entire uh, approach to cybersecurity content, both for internal stakeholders and externally. So we worked with them on creating um, a content strategy a document uh, and uh, sorting out their content strategy, looking at their audience, building audience personas for them um, so that they knew exactly who their audience was and, the, and they could ensure that they were uh, creating content for each of those stakeholders, each of those audience members. Uh, we, we did a competitive analysis looking at their key competitors and um, the kind of content that they were producing and the strategy that they were using. Um, and then we uh, built a content calendar. We did a content audit for them. So we looked at all the content that was existing. We let them know what content should be replaced, what content could be updated, uh, and what new content that they should be producing in order to meet all of those audience members. Uh, and then, as I said, we, we built a content calendar for them. And then uh, working with another studio, we um, built out their content calendar and did the content creation for that. So that is a, an example of a very large scale project that happened over a, a number of months and, and continues uh, to this day. Um, another example on a smaller scale would be that we, we actually work regularly with um, a, a research and advisory firm. So they, they create surveys for B2B companies. So if a B2B company is, is looking to do some research and create a report that, that they can then use to to create new content. Uh, this company will handle the survey side of things. We'll do all of the, the quantitative surveys uh, and qualitative surveys. And then we um, work with them quite regularly to produce the reports around that and any content around that. So, uh, so we worked with a, a large scale, uh, actually media client um, of theirs. And our, our client, the, the survey firm, 
did a report or did a survey and we wrote the report. We advised on the survey itself, on the survey questions. Uh, we created a slide deck for the client to use internally so that they could explain to their team what the research was about and how they could use it to talk to clients and, and for marketing and so on. Um, and we created infographics that they could use externally as well for, for their website and for their content uh, program around that. So those are a couple of examples on the larger size. Is there anything else that I can, that I can talk to you about? Uh, maybe on a smaller scale or, um, yeah, or as you like. So one thing that I, I wanted to touch specifically on is uh, uh, email campaigns. And right. So uh, that is uh, one thing that you do. Um, could you yeah, share uh, tips on, you know, how to create an effective email campaign and how to increase the click open rate? Um, sure. Right. So, so I guess um, to start with, uh, I'll just take you through a few best practices in terms of uh, email campaigns. Mm -hmm. um, just to take a step back. So when you're thinking about your content, you have to think about the different channels uh, that you are going to um, manage your content through. So there's you, external channels uh, where you're reaching out and there's internal channels where you're bringing people into your content. Um, so an email marketing campaign, campaign would be a, an outbound or external um, uh, channel. So uh, the, the approach that you take to outbound marketing is obviously very different than, than inbound marketing. Um, but some of the, some of the, the um, best practices around those are, are quite similar for both, both channels. Um, but just to take you through a few best practices for email campaigns, um, most email emails should follow a very simple format. You need to think about why the reader should care, how it will help them and what they should do next. Uh, a few things to remember is that the, the devil is in the detail. Uh, just make sure that you're, you're thinking about every piece of, of content that you're putting into that email and make sure you're using it effectively. And, and one really good um, thing to keep in mind is that you want to get many buy-ins from readers uh, throughout the, uh, the email. So uh, as you're going through and writing your content or incorporating your content into that, make sure you're thinking about how the reader is connecting to that and um, how they're going to kind of, um, 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 sorry, <laughs> how they're going to um, connect to that and how they're going to want to read on. So if they, if they connect to one piece of content, then they will be more likely to look at the next piece of content. So you really have to um, think about everything that you're putting into that. Uh, and the first and most important thing is the subject line. You, you have to think about your email, um, your email uh, newsletter right from the beginning. The subject line is really the gateway. You want to make it short and enticing. Um, and keep in mind that 49% of all emails are open on mobile devices. Uh, so if someone is reading your email from an inbox from their computer, you, the typical um, subject line allows 60 characters. So 60, 60 characters will show up in their email browser. Uh, if it on a mobile device, it only shows 25 characters. So you really, really have to keep that in mind and be really short and sweet uh, with your subject line. Mm -hmm. Those are definitely some uh, great tips. Uh, one thing that I'm curious about is uh, once you uh, create and exec uh, execute a content marketing campaign, um, how do you know that it's been uh, effective? Uh, are there any metrics that uh, can be monitored? Right. Uh, no, absolutely. Um, 
So uh, there are definitely um, metrics that that you can manage that you can monitor for um, ensuring that uh, that that's been effective. Um, so some of the things that you want to keep track of are the bounce rate, uh, the unsubscribe rate, and the conversion rate. Uh, so first of all, the conversion rate, that's it, really critical. Um, and that's how you're going to tell whether um, your call to action has actually led to an action. So you, you, in your email, you, you, you can put in um, a call to action to draw people to the next thing that you want them to do. So that may be uh, subscribing to your newsletter, or that may be sending them to your website, or that may be uh, clicking on a link to some product that you, that you hope that they will buy. And the conversion rate is how you measure whether they click on those links or whether they um, make that action happen. Um, so that is really critical. Uh, to to determining the the effectiveness of your if you of your uh, email campaign, uh, you also want to look at email deliverability. So this is whether uh, the emails that you're sending with your newsletter campaign actually reach the the inboxes. Um, so it's the inboxes reach from the total number of messages sent, uh, and then there's the open rate. Of course, uh, this is the uh, number of emails delivered and opened. Uh, another thing to look through, uh, as you mentioned, is the, the click-through rate. So this is the, the rate that people are clicking on your calls to action within the email itself. So these are all um, metrics that are really important to measure and really help you to understand the success of your, your email marketing campaign. Mm -hmm. um, I, one thing that you mentioned is uh, video. Um, yes. Which are the best platforms to share your video content? Is it YouTube? Is it uh, Facebook? Um, and do you recommend uh, paid YouTube ads? Uh, and the reason I ask is because, you know, uh, many people might find those uh, paid video ads on YouTube to be like a nuisance. Um, right. So, so how, how do you, where do you share uh, your video content and do you recommend uh, YouTube ads? Right. So absolutely video is critical. Um, you, you know, the research shows that, that people are more likely to, uh, to click on video than most any other kind of content. Um, so producing video is, is really important as part of your content marketing strategy. Um, uh, so in terms of uh, platforms, the best way for you to improve your search engine optimization is to post it on YouTube and then embed it into your own website or embed it into whichever platform you're using uh, for social media, etc. Um, because that's the easiest way, first of all, for you to uh, understand the, the metrics that you're going to measure. It's the easiest way for you to understand the impact that you're having uh, and the, the, uh, the metrics and um, analytics that are provided by Google through YouTube are um, really second to none. So they, they give you a really great insight into how your video, um, who your video is reaching and how effective it is. Um, oh, just a little fact. Um, consumers now click on video links for search requests 72% of the time. Um, but quality is really important um, when, you're, when you're thinking about videos. Um, so, you know, even a good cell phone can produce a good video, but make sure that you're not producing poor quality video um, because that will show and that will, that will look really unprofessional. So that's, that's a, a key piece of advice as well. Um, but the other thing to keep in mind is that it's really easy nowadays to edit videos. There's lots of software out there that you can do it on your phone. You can do it on your computer. 
and um, and there's a lot of tools out there to help you make effective videos really inexpensively. Did I answer Did I answer your question, or were there other things that you like to um, address? Do you recommend the paid YouTube ads? Paid paid YouTube ads. Uh, so yes, paid YouTube ads are useful, um, but you need to think of that in terms of your broader strategy. Um, so paying for uh, paying for um, ads on on YouTube or even you know uh, in terms of Google search uh, and so on should be part of your broader content marketing strategy for sure. Um, but it's it's most critical to uh, think about your content marketing um, holistically uh, and make sure that you're producing content regularly. That is almost as important as, as anything else. And in fact, um, email marketing campaigns uh, have been shown to be more effective than uh, paid advertising. And regular content creation is more effective than simply paid advertising by itself. Uh, so, you know, it's, it, it, all of these things are really important, um, but you need to think about uh, your budget and you need to think about what's going to be most effective for what you want to do. And you need to kind of um, create a holistic strategy, uh, as I said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess, I guess uh, there's definitely uh, value in creating regular content, even if it's mm -hmm. not sponsored, just organic but being relevant and being in sight and in mind uh, is really key. Uh, yes. To, to create yeah, consistency content. is really important. Yeah. Uh, so, so the amount of content you produce uh, is critical, of course, depending on your audience, but it's more important to be consistent. Um, as we know, um, SEO is make or break when it comes to content and when it comes to marketing. So where you appear in a Google search is really, really important. And, um, your search will be more likely to, you will be more likely to appear higher in, in uh, search if you create consistent content. Um, and that applies not just to Google, but also to social platforms. Platforms like, um, like Instagram will put you higher in a search if you are creating content regularly. So even if you only post on Instagram once a week, if you keep it consistent, that will give you a boost in terms of their ag algorithm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so now you're the executive director and and uh, founder of this company. So yes. I want to ask you about uh, some of the leadership lessons you learned uh, along your journey. No, absolutely. Uh, you know, I've been doing this for uh, for a while now, and I was a, a freelance journalist for nine years. Um, previously as well. So I've spent a lot of time kind of running my own company, so to speak. Uh, and it's challenging. <laughs> um, there is no one to above you to be accountable for what happens. You are, uh, you are the, the one to blame and the one that's responsible for whatever happens. And that can be quite scary. But the fact is, I mean, as many people have said, if you don't take risks, you don't get anywhere. And being a, being willing to take risks is really important. And uh, I mean, lots of people have said this, but don't be afraid of failure. You know, uh, not everything you're going to do that you do is going to work out. And that's okay. Uh, because you do learn from every mistake that you make and you get better. And one thing that's really critical is to, to be aware of the resources that are out there. We have had uh, so many people around us that have really helped us to, uh, to um, build up this company. And there are a lot of resources uh, 
internationally, nationally, and locally that you can that you can make use of. Um, as an example, we went through the um, Haltech Beyond Boundaries program recently, which is a, an uh, accelerator for women entrepreneurs. And that was so helpful. Uh, just having not just a group of wonderful entrepreneurs um, around us that are going through the same thing and understanding what we're going through, but also just the resources that they provide uh, in terms of the, the coaches and so on. And, and uh, beyond that, the, the help that they've given us since then has been incredible. Um, so I would say, make sure that you have mentors, make sure you know the resources that are avail available to you um, locally and beyond that, both in your marketplace and, um, and just uh, in terms of your peer network. Um, and don't be afraid to take risks uh, and know that if you fail, that's okay. Life is going to go on and you will figure it out next time. Uh, so those things are all really important lessons that I've learned. Um, and um, don't be afraid of growth. That's really critical. Uh, I think this this applies to to all entrepreneurs, um, but particularly to women entrepreneurs because sometimes um, we we want things to be ninety nine percent ready before we take a next step. Um, but sometimes things just have to be sixty five percent ready before you take that next step, or even you know even less than that. So so don't be afraid of that next step. That's that's I think really important uh, if you're looking to you know, launch a business and build a business and um, really move forward as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, was your business affected by uh, recent events? Did you experience any boom or decline? Uh, you know, that's an interesting question. Uh, I know for a lot of businesses, it was a, it was a big impact and it, it definitely did affect us. Some of the major projects that we had going on when the pandemic hit um, slowed down. Uh, in fact, we had one major project that was supposed to be completed in April of last year, and we're still finishing it now. So, so that was a big extension to that. Um, and that's mainly because the, the company that we were working with uh, ended up having major upheaval as the result of the, the pandemic, and they had to kind of change their approach, and they made lots of internal changes. Uh, and we just kind of flowed with that and um and um we're still working with them today and because of our flexibility we've actually picked up another couple of um uh, projects with them uh and we're we're really grateful for that obviously um otherwise we didn't have a huge impact uh the the, the thing is because of the industry we're in because we're content marketers and content creators uh during this time many companies were looking to reach out to their customers and make sure that their customers understood what was going on with them and they need content to do that. So we, uh, we were there to kind of help support our, our client base as they reached out to their customers during the pandemic. So, so that actually ended up being something of a, of a, of a boon for us. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good that, uh, you know, you had some, uh, some growth during the period, even though there was an impact. You know, but I guess I guess you know the key is to be resilient, and to keep pursuing, and to keep working, and hopefully and hopefully ex expect some uh, growth along the way. So it's good uh, that you have that. Um, well, Denise, it has been very nice uh, speaking with you and talking about content marketing and leadership. So thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Uh, you want to share your website? Uh, how can people find you? Sure. Our website is contentenovo.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-T 
I-N-N-O-V-O.com. Uh, and you can reach out to us at info at contentinovo.com as well. Perfect. Uh, listeners, I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode and you get a chance to learn about uh, leadership and content marketing. And as uh, Denise mentioned, you can visit uh, the website, uh, contentinnova.com if you have any questions. And uh, thank you so much for listening to Zonecast and stay tuned for more episodes.